0: Hi, welcome to the Read, Play, Talk podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Paris,
1: And I'm your other host, Jack Love.
0: This podcast is a resource for parents and caregivers as we educate on the importance of reading, playing, and talking with children every day. In this episode, we are wrapping up 2022 with a Read, Play, Talk year in review and talk about what's coming up in 2023.
1: Awesome, can't wait.
0: I can't believe we're at the end of another year.
1: Right, so how many years is this?
0: Of what, Read, Play, Talk? Yeah. Or the, um So it. The initiative, like, launched fully in August of 2016.
1: That's right. So, and you were 17.
0: Uh, I was, I came in in 2018. 18, okay. And then we started the podcast in...
1: This is two years on the podcast, right? 20, 21, 22.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, we're just, like, rocking and rolling with all the things. All but as I was typing up this outline, I'm like, we've done a lot in 2022 and added... You know, we've kept... Some things the same and added on to some elements that we've always had, but we really have grown quite a bit as far as an initiative. In oh, this I think
1: so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: So what we're gonna do is just kind of wrap up, kind of say, give a recap of all that's happened in 2022, give you some numbers and statistics and some growth that we're proud of.
1: Just what everybody's looking for. Everyone's looking <laughs> for give that. you some numbers and yes. statistics.
0: It's gonna be fun numbers, though. It's not like you know percentages or whatever, but it'll be it'll be fun stuff. Newtonian as newtonian, yes. <laughs> and then uh we'll kind of give listeners a um inside scoop of what's coming up in 2023.
1: You think it's plural? Listeners plural?
0: It is listeners plural. Okay. Definitely.
1: <laughs> all right. So what do you say we talk about Replay Talk Fair?
0: Yeah, so we'll start yeah with events and we're going to go all the way back to March, which was the Replay Talk Fair and this was our Fourth annual Read Play Talk Fair. Um, we had to skip two years. We had to skip 2020 and 2021 because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But um, we were excited to bring this event back in person this year. We had just under 1,000 people in attendance. We had 28 vendor booths that were represented by local Businesses, nonprofits, organizations, and if you'll remember, that event is a completely free event, yep. um, and we want families to kind of travel through Mesquite High School, visit different booths, and hopefully gather ideas on how they can read, play, and talk together at home. Yeah. But I was trying to think back; March seems like such a long time ago, and it kind of was—you know, nine mm-hmm. months. That's that's a little bit ago. Um, but I was trying to think back of like things that I loved that happened this year at the Read, Play, Talk Fair, and. I love the scholastic book fair element. I know that's the second time that we've offered that at this event, but I think it provides a great resource to families. So like we're not only saying it's important for you to do this, but then we're providing them an opportunity to get some resources and take them home with them. Right. I love yeah. the mascots that are there. Like Wada Guy was there this year and he's always a big hit because, you know, we had Waterburger on last month. Everybody loves Waterburger. That's right.
1: But anyway, K E O M was there. K E O M, of course. K E O M. K E O M.
0: That's going to be their nickname now. Yeah, K E O M. K E O M. Yeah, that was amazing. We're appreciative for them. They broadcast live from the event and do interviews. Were you interviewed this year? Or were you spared?
1: So. I think, no, I think I interviewed, <laughs> but I don't remember. It was March. It was Again, nine months nine ago. Months ago. It was like a full baby ago.
0: Yeah. But it's just so fun. You know, we have representatives from MISD PE that are there, and they run games and fine arts. They have instruments. And it's just such a fun, enjoyable event.
1: Yeah. You know, and the thing that I like that we do with our events is after we're done, we always look back and say, how can we make it better? Mm -hmm. Right. What did we do wrong? What could we tweak? And I think this year we made a really good move because we moved the reading away from the radio station (laughs) who was blaring it on speakers. No offense to K-E-O-M. But moved it to the library where it made sense, right? Where the books are and it was much quieter. And I think the kids enjoyed it a little
0: oh, bit Oh Yeah, yeah I, I'm glad you brought that up. I honestly kind of forgot about the guest readers, but that was like very popular this year because we had Dr. V, he read and-
1: Dr. Rivera read. Dr.
0: Rivera, Mayor Alamon read. And it was just, it was great. We had district people, city people.
1: Police officers. Yeah, police
0: officers. So, yeah. yeah. And we just had a great turnout. So we love that event. And we're excited, obviously, to bring it back this year or next
1: year and even year, bigger yeah. and better. Yeah. Still at Mesquite High next yep. year. Right?
0: Yep. Keeping so. it at Mesquite High School.
1: Very nice. All right. So that moves us to our next solid event, which yeah. is the Read Play Talk Festival. Which yes. was, you, we should be able to think back a couple of months because it was in October.
0: Yeah. You know, a lot happens the last quarter of the year, but it wasn't that long ago. So we can go back. Obviously, this event kind of threw us some challenges with the weather Those, you know, couple of days leading up to that event, you know, it just poured and poured. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like Friday night, I was checking the weather hourly, just seeing if we were going to be able to make it happen and made the decision Saturday morning. Yes, let's go ahead and do it. We did have to cancel some elements to it, like the bounce houses. They weren't able to be installed because the ground was just too wet. But I think overall that event was a, a big success, you know?
1: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And again, you know, we look back, we always look back at what we did. Last year we did it at Halloween and we kind of focused it around Halloween. We did that again this year. And, uh, you know, I think had, had we not done that, given the challenges we faced with weather, it probably would not have been as successful.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree a hundred percent. I think families, like you mentioned, being around Halloween, I think families appreciate that. They're always looking for safe environments to bring their kids to trick or treat. But even given all the circumstances that were surrounding it, it was still pretty successful. Around or over a 1,000 people in attendance, 30 vendors and businesses participated. We had representation from all six MISD high schools. And we actually came out making about $3,000 from that event, which is huge because that allows us to take that money, pour it back into the community. We're able to provide books and resources, other incentives from some of our other programs. And so that money raised... It goes directly back into the community, which is yeah. which is great that given all the circumstances, we still came out with with that profit. And
1: all of it, right? All of it goes back. I mean, it's not like we're taking 25% to pay administrative fees or what whatever. I mean, totally. It, all of it goes back 100%.
0: Yeah. So, so we, we love that event. And then we had smaller events throughout the year. We did our summer pop-ups this year. This was our second summer to do that. We had four pop-up events, three in Mesquite, one in Balt Springs. Uh, We had community partners there, like child care group. We love them. Public libraries were there. Uh, We even had some like healthcare representatives from Children's Hospital, and they just provided incredible resources to the community. And, you know, the whole idea between those summer pop-ups is just to, again, create a safe space for families to come. Summer is hard. We've talked about that several episodes in the podcast about just the summer slide and the learning loss that takes place in the summer. And so... We feel and we hope that these smaller summer pop-up events just provide parents and even students with a little bit of encouragement of like, hey, keep practicing what you've learned, keep reading Mm -hmm. throughout the summer, and then here's some resources that allow you to do that.
1: It helps keep people engaged, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. uh, And, you know, the fourth one, the fourth pop-up, we partner pretty heavily with Mesquite Parks and Recreation. We did that at Kids Quest Park. And, you know, there's food trucks and police officers, fire truck, all the things. And obviously those elements help people to come, you right. know, and encourages them to come. But then once they're there, they visit the Read, Play, Talk table, they visit the Read, Play, Talk bus. And our hope is that they're encouraged
1: yeah, to sure. have that
0: parent-child interaction
1: yeah. when they're at home. Yeah. The summer slump can be super hard for, yeah. for for students and for teachers when they return. So if you can bridge that, which I think this does a pretty good job of, yes. of helping encourage.
0: That's our. That's definitely our hope. I mentioned the Read Play Talk bus. That was obviously completed and visited multiple community and campus events. Um, It went under some minor, I say minor renovations. The people who did the renovations probably would call it a major renovation. But it got new flooring this year, which has made a world of difference. Much easier to clean, much more sustainable. So we're excited to obviously have that continue to travel around the community next year as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Next one's right up your alley. The event we're going to talk about.
1: Oh, story times at Townie's Mall. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I do you remember when the story times started? Did they start pretty soon after after the play, play area opened?
1: Yeah. So, you know, so when we created the play area, one of the big things for me was that we would have kind of that stadium seating at the end of it that we have for that specific purpose. So it was shortly after we installed it that we be, we began those weekly readings, and they've gotten better and better and better. COVID took a bit of a hit out of it, like it does everything, but I think we're bouncing back from that. And I think it's a really cool free event that you guys do each and every other week, or every other week, I should say. And uh, you know, and we get some great some great readers out of the deal: police officers, local celebrities. Parks and Rec. I mean, it's, it's, it's a really cool event. It's a so. great
0: way I find, especially when we recruit new community partners and they want to get involved, you know, a lot of them really want to feel like they're making a direct impact. They want to mm-hmm. like go directly to families and the story times are a great way for them to do that because they're interacting with families in the community. It's a very rewarding experience, you know, to yeah. to lead that, whether you're reading a story or doing the craft, it is just very rewarding to feel like you're making an impact.
1: Yeah, and it's a great tiptoe in to show you how important it is because when you read, those kids are focused on you and what you're doing. And so I think, you know, as we bring in partners and we show them what reading to children do, I think they get hooked pretty easily, right?
0: Yeah, And it's true in the classroom, too. I remember when I taught, you know, I would read to my class aloud every day. But when we would have a guest reader, it's like super special and super fun. So it's a great way for parents. I mean, we obviously want parents reading at home to their kids every day, but this is just something special and something different. So we're grateful at the mall that you guys allow us to use that space and, you know, kind of take up a residency there (laughs) a couple of times a month.
1: Yeah. And if you're out there and and you want to read, maybe give uh, you folks over at community yet a call right
0: yes yeah you can you don't
1: have to be a several we'll take a mom or a dad or somebody absolutely who's
0: just a community member who believes in the initiative wants to give back yep. this is a great way for individuals to do that
1: but call early because those things fill up pretty quickly we do
0: fill up pretty fast yeah. so if you want to do spring call me now that's right The last event I wanted to talk about is very recent. It just happened December 1st, actually, so not that long ago. But we hosted our first free book fair at Floyd Elementary, which was awesome. We've partnered with one of our community partners, Book Drive for Kids, and they are all about getting books and resources into the hands of kids, like a very simple mission. And they do that through lots of different ways. But one of them, one of the ways they do that, it's by offering free book fairs at elementary schools. And so I, you know, I've been talking to their CEO and I'm like, we'd love to have you in Mesquite. And she's like, we'd love to come, but we need a sponsor to like financially sponsor these books because they do have to pay for the books that they give out for free, even though they're like a pretty significant discounted rate. And so I reached out to our friends at Credit Union of Texas, and they said, absolutely, we would love to sponsor something like this. And it was just wonderful. I I can't even begin to describe like the joy on the children's faces because I don't know If you ever had this experience, but I know so many kids, you know, the Scholastic book fairs come and we love Scholastic, big fans. But for some of our families, it's just not realistic to buy one or two books per child. And so where the book fair can be a really exciting time for some, it's, for some kids, it's a discouraging time because they know, you know, that I can pick out these books, but I'm not going to be able to purchase them. But the opportunity that we gave the kids at Floyd, like they walked in, they got to pick one brand new book for free. I think it's really important that they got to self-select. The ladies at Book Drive for Kids, they provided a wide variety of books, fiction, non-fiction, graphic novels, picture books, all the things, and in English and Spanish, which was amazing, the variety that they had. The kids were able to pick a brand new book of their own. They got to put a sticker in it, write their name on it, and that's their book they get to keep. And then they also had a bonus book section, which were donated books, still in great condition, but kids got to pick a book from that pile too, so those kids got to take two books home with them right yeah. before holiday break
1: yeah. to hopefully
0: encourage them to read at home.
1: Yeah. So you know, and a couple things as you're talking, one, a big shout out to Credit Union of Texas because they have amazing. They've done a lot for us, but I know they've also done some other things around the community for MISD Foundation and things of that nature. So, and then I remember Dr. Fineglass, who I think is your boss, was mm-hmm. talking about this at the MISD. Education Foundation board meeting the other night. They do have to be sponsored. So if anybody wants to sponsor one of those, from my understanding, it's, it's expensive, but it's not super expensive. Um, it's probably pretty good for a business to do. Yeah. Um, so if anybody wants to jump out and yes. sponsor that, give Lindsay a call.
0: We would love to have other businesses step up and say, we want to provide this opportunity for our kids. I can tell the cost is $3.50 per student at the school, which is amazing to get a new book for for that price. Credit Union of Texas was a unique partner for this event because they were heavily involved in the book fair. They were there the day that we had the fair. They were there all day. They gave bags and cookies and just made it a really fun and unique experience. There were so many kids when they were walking out of the library with their books in their bag, and they were saying, this is the best day ever. I got two books in a bag. And, you know, for a large organization, that's a very small cost, you know, for them to provide that. But like to think of the impact that they're making in those kids' life is huge.
1: Yeah. The impact is important at that age. I mean, if you get them excited now, that excitement carries on and on and on and on. I mean, that's the whole purpose of Read, Play, Talk.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So yes, we want businesses. If you want to sponsor a book fair, please contact the Read, Play, Talk office. All right, you want to move into resources? Because we offered a lot of free resources to parents I would. this year, too. So we um, we started this in mm, twenty, maybe 2020, maybe right before the pandemic, where we started offering free Read, Play, Talk parent classes. And those are through the Mesquite ISD Teaching and Learning Department, our English Language Arts team. But this year they offered 10 free classes to families. Each had a unique theme that's typically has a topic of like around the season, like Valentine's Day or Thanksgiving or something like that. And I know we've had an episode, and I'll try to put that link in the show notes where we had Gene Pricer, who actually helps teach those classes. But one of the very unique opportunities for these parent classes is families leave with a ton of stuff, ton of yep. books, ton of resources that connect directly with what was taught during those classes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and very successful for you guys. I think you filled them all up, right?
0: Yes, they're taught in English and Spanish. We've got uh, bilingual teachers. And so it's just amazing. We provide child care for those classes, but it really is a great opportunity and we would love to see more families
1: yeah, come absolutely. to that. And there's no excuse, right? Not to show you got child care, get free stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. It's free stuff. to attend. It's free to
1: attend. Yeah. So there's really not a good excuse if you're out there listening for you not to attend one of these parents' classes.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to guilt you into that. Do it. Come see yeah. us in 2023. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had our magazine again this year. We kind of shifted that in the last year from a print magazine to more of an online digital magazine just yeah. because that's where we were having the most outreach and distribution. But those, you know, recap events that we have or Lena Start or resources, it talks about Read play, Talk. On the school level. So it's our communications department designs that. And yeah. it's beautiful.
1: About our partners. I mean, it highlights partners. Yes. It does. I mean, it, it's a really good.
0: The partners that we recognize at school board meetings. Yeah, yeah. we'll do features on them. Yeah. It's the, just kind of a well-rounded.
1: Yeah. And the communications department at, at MISD does. And it's phenomenal. I mean, shout out to them because, you know, it's a professional Magazine, it looks awesome.
0: Yeah. So um, I'm really glad I'm not in charge of the design because it would not be pretty yeah, if I, I was designing that.
1: Yeah. I hate to say, you know, it, it looks professional because they are professionals. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it looks like it should. They do yes. such a great, great job. Yeah. So. They're amazing. So, all right. And then, of course, we've got our Replay Talk podcast that we're talking Everyone's about
0: Everyone's favorite resource. That's right. Naturally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah oh. we have 12 episodes. We release those monthly and we kind of try to make that a this a well-rounded resource too, where we have, you know, some episodes that are focused on business partnership, some that are focused more directly towards parents and caregivers with, you know, tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. We've got, you know, some that focus on events. But we just try to make this enjoyable for everyone, whoever okay. listens, you walk away leaving with something that maybe you didn't know before.
1: Yeah. I hope so. Yeah.
0: Oh, and a fun fact, uh, our podcast was recently added to Mesquite ISD's YouTube channel. So If you go to Mesquite ISD, there will be a whole subcategory with older podcast episodes, and they're going to start adding our newer ones. So this one will be on there too.
1: Very cool. All right. So we're still under resources that we've done this year, which is pretty cool. And this is probably, I think, the most successful initiative that we have towards Replay Talk.
0: This is, I'll I'll agree with you 100% there. And I think part of the reason it's successful is because this is an area where we can really track growth for families. It's right. very intentional, very specific. And we, we've actually gathered some pretty great data from, yeah. from this. And so we're going to talk about Lena Start, which I love, obviously. Yep. Big fan. <laughs> this was a program that Dr. V encouraged us to bring to the district. We actually started in March of 2021, was our first Lena Start group. We've had nine Lena Start groups that have taken place during 2022 which equals over 90 families that have been served and participated in the program. This year we started something a little different where we began to offer Lena Start at the campus level which yep. has really helped us expand significantly. Yeah. <laughs> um before that my department was just offering it and I mean like I think we are well-qualified. I think we did you know a great job providing this program, but we were offering it at the MISD administration building, which is just not ideal for a lot of our families mm-hmm. to get to. And so we thought if we could offer it on campuses, that would make this program available to so many more families. And so we've had three campuses that have offered the program this year. Henry Elementary began offering it in the spring of 2022. And this fall, along with Henry, we've added Hodges and Porter yeah. Elementary.
1: And so just real quick for those people who may not know what LENA is, it's essentially a program and feel free to jump in because you know way more about it because of your your exposure to it. But it's essentially a program that teaches you and shows you how you're interacting with your children from a talking level, like how you talk to your children, how many times they're talking back to you. It calculates all that stuff and helps you engage with talking with your children, correct?
0: Yes, exactly. It's a free parent education program that teaches parents how simply talking more with your child will help to develop their brain and set them up for success. I could go on and on about LENA, which luckily our episode next month is all about LENA Start on the Mm -hmm. campus level. So if you're like, I want to hear more about this, have to wait till January. So come back in and and listen. But I did want to share some overall data because I think a lot of times maybe not families necessarily, but stakeholders in the community, they want to know, well, is this program actually working? Like, what are you seeing with families?
1: Yeah. So particularly with Replay Talk, right, it's really hard to quantify it. Totally. You know it's working, but you can't necessarily pinpoint how it's working. You just know that reading, playing, and talking with your child works. And you put it in the school districts and you encourage that. And and by encouraging that, it's just going to flow naturally. Yes. But you can't say, all right, well, we've introduced Replayed talk to fifty percent of the students, and you know, forty-nine percent of those students have shown great grades because of it. You just—it's mm-hmm. almost impossible to do that. The great thing about Lena is it's very data-driven, and you can find out anything, almost anything you want to know about yes. what you're doing.
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because up until this point, we've tracked data on like how many community partners do we have, mm-hmm. and like that growth. Obviously, we want to continue to grow that number. We've gathered data based on third grade reading level, which is important. That's the whole goal of Read, Play, Talk is to get kids reading on grade level by third grade. But what LENA does is it tracks the parent engagement, which is really what we want. And that's what research will tell us really makes an impact for the long run. So I want to share just really quickly some data that we've seen since March of 2021 with our families. We've served almost 150 families here in Mesquite. We have an 87% graduation rate for the families who participate in our program. That's contingent on attending so many sessions and also having the LENA device, having so many recordings. But LENA as a nation, all of their groups nationwide have a 78% graduation rate. So Mesquite is here. Far we are, outperforming. The, yes. Yeah, crushing yeah. it over here. Yeah, Families are seeing an increase in adult words. That's just how much the adult is talking to the child. They're increasing by 30% from the beginning of the program to the end of the program. And for lower talk families, we're seeing an increase of 38%, which is huge. Conversational turns, which that's that back and forth, like I say something to you, you say something back to me. This is honestly the area that it's hardest to see growth in because it takes such a long time to increase, but we're seeing a 10% increase in conversational turns and an 18% increase for lower talk families. Kids who participate in the program are seeing over a 40% growth in their language development. Lena says, on average, for every one month a child participates in the program, they see two to three months of growth. And so, you know, the program is two and a half months long. So I mean you would yeah. think, you know, four to six months about of growth for the child. And then hopefully the family continues to practice what they're doing in Lena Start and that growth even just continues. Um, and 86% of our families who have participated in the program have indicated a positive influence from participating in Lena Start, yeah. which we're super proud of. Yeah.
1: So nearly everybody who graduates says it's impactful and has positive results out of it.
0: Yes, absolutely. We're we love this program. I could Talk about it all day and I'm just, I'm going to wait till the next episode to, to talk more about it. Yeah.
1: yeah. It is really nice to be able to point to numbers and say, this is helping and I can prove it. Yeah. It's this working. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty exciting.
0: So that's all for 2022.
1: Yeah. Big year. Covered it all. Yeah. Big year. Yeah. And I think the biggest addition was what we just talked about, which was just Lena, because it's it's growing at leaps and bounds. It's, it's exciting that it's making it to other elementary campuses. And from what I understand, from what I'm hearing, like other campuses want want it badly. Yes. So it's hopefully that, that continues sure. to grow. Yeah. yeah, so good. All well, right. What do you say we talk about what's coming up just real briefly for Yeah, 2023?
0: real briefly. Obviously, we're bringing our main events back, the Read Play Talk Fair, which will be in March of 2023. I think it's March 25th this year, or for next year, 2023, the Read Play Talk Festival. will center it again around that Halloween weekend We'll have read, play, talk, summer pop-ups. We're actually restructuring those a little bit. I think we learned our lesson the hard way this summer about having these outside. It was very hot this summer. I don't know if you remember back in June or July, but there was, you know, we start them early, like at nine o'clock in the morning and it would be 97 degrees.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there was a stretch there in the summer where it was like 100 degrees for like 400 days.
0: Yes. So we're actually like kind of looking at shifting that a little bit. Doing the pop-ups at our public libraries instead in an air-conditioned space, but still providing that event for families.
1: Would the bus still be there?
0: Yes, of course. You yeah. can't have a summer pop-up with the Read Play Talk bus without the Read Play Talk bus. That's what I'm have have make sure. Yeah. Resources still the same. We'll still do monthly podcast episodes, offering the parent classes that, again, those are free, and then digital magazine. Lena Start, we are expecting, like you alluded to a minute ago, tremendous growth in 2023 for Lena Start, which we're very excited about. We will have nine groups in the spring alone, and then at least two groups in the summer. And then, honestly, we're still kind of undetermined on how many groups will be taking place next fall. But we hope to reach at least 150 families in the year 2023.
1: That's awesome. So before we wrap it up and close, I, I want to congratulate you and your staff because you've done a phenomenal job Thank you um, this year. And I, I say that with, with heartfelt everything, right? I mean, there's three of you and you guys put on all of this. So it's pretty amazing. I mean, just three people running the Replay Talk Festival is amazing. So you, you, know, you guys far outdo yourselves every, every year. So thank you. And then to the community, I would say, if you want to volunteer in any of this stuff, we're happy to take you. Yes, uh, and and I promise you, you'll feel good when you're done.
0: Yes, we so. want volunteers. We want businesses to step up and yeah. support this initiative. Yeah,
1: but even if you're not a business, we'll take your help. We want yes. it, please. We so. need
0: every level of community.
1: That's right. Yeah. Uh, Replay talk. I think Dr. Brundlin's vision was was a community wide event. Schools, families, businesses, institutions like the city and so forth. And I think you and your staff have done a good job of making sure that that. Vision is is held to.
0: Well, thank you. We yeah. love what we do. Although we
1: never sure expected a podcast, but well, here we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> Unfortunately, you have to listen to us. We don't have to, but we encourage it.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: All right. What do you say we close up and Wrap say it up. goodbye for 2022? Yeah. 2023 coming your way. That's right. Weird. <laughs>
0: Weird. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Read, Play Talk Podcast. We would love it if you would share this episode with friends and other families in your community that could benefit from this information. Our episodes are released monthly, and we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. If you're interested in ideas on how to read, play, and talk together at home, follow us on our social media pages. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ReadPlayTalk and on Twitter at ReadPlayTalkTX.